They must have the slowest horses ever pulling this bleeding wagon, mustn't they? She's going to go past here, half past two. Surely the horses will bump in her on the way down to the post. No, no, I'm just here. Look at you. Lining with tasty women here, don't you ugly men? All you ugly men, get out of the way! And a very warm welcome to the Bar Stewards Inquiry Daily Review. It's day three of the Royal Meeting and uh, more pain uh, for the Bar Stewards. And you love it, don't you, when we do it in? Um, and yeah, I think I would as well. It makes more fun. Uh, not for us, though. It was it was a day full of more hard luck stories and, and woes, tales of woe. We got the day started with... Um, uh, a, a big bout of controversy today in, in the Norfolk. The Riddler winning a, a bullseye uh, for the scaffolder and, uh, and, and Paul Anagan. And um, what was interesting here is that, that, that uh, Anagan seemed to be, he, he's, he's as if he were like an F1 car that's lost its back tyre <laughs> in the final film. Did, what did you make of all that, chaps? An F1 car that's lost its back tyre, is that what you said? Well, no, 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 that's what it looked like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know how they're ready to make it. If you can go out with that, that would be fun. That's why I would have to wind everybody up. Well, he, he took at least one out of the equation, didn't he? Um, he had a big inquest on ITV after Grady Bretley's good thing got made. If that had won, I suppose I wouldn't have had that little kick the shit out of Paul Anagan session. But the the same as well, they were that pissed off, they had to do something. Save the the, the brain mob. Um, Just within the rules, really, you know, I mean, didn't get away with that and and keep it. Well, yeah, yeah, it's within the rules if it's interpreted that way. If it's deemed as dangerous, right? then it's not within the rules, but the last dangerous riding offence that was given out by a British steward was back in 2009. So the chances of you getting done for dangerous riding these days, you've well, lived, lived, you know. Chris Cook made an interesting point on Twitter, I thought. Um, now, we that had one ahead and raped one of them with mullet. Yeah. He's out, isn't he? 100%. For sure. So... The advice to jockeys is if you're going to muller something, fuck it, make a good job of it. <laughs> and, win, and, win, and win by far. I mean, yeah. We've had a lot of a lot of response on this, and I, I deal with a lot of stewards' inquiries on Twitter, and I'm not having a go at people here, but generally when you've backed a favourite that's finished second, you there's usually more saying it should get slung than, <laughs> and vice versa. If you if the favourite wins, and it's Especially a 50 to 1. It's a 50 park, isn't it? You know what and this is how I saw it. If I if I was Stuart Ascot today, I would have um, let the results stand. I would have given Hannigan the maximum under the improper riding rules, not careless like they've done in four for ten. Uh, uh, and I would put them is um, because I believe that we need to as a as a because we've got king kong betting it at pools now and, and stuff like that this this meeting eyes are on us and there'll be a lot of unhappy people in king kong um so it's it's not that they're unhappy enough already um but but um <laughs> uh, but anyway it, it's it needs 
like because jockeys that was horrible that was a horrible piece of riding um was it deliberate i couldn't prove that it was deliberate but let's put it this way uh when he's drifting across track there were no attempt to straighten his horse up at any point no attempt to switch his whip hand just carry on belting it and and just cross over the second i think total performance data ruled that the eventual third horse crispy cat was the biggest sufferer in momentum loss of speed inside the final furlong. Obviously, the fourth horse of Bells was hampered. And what, Quentin, what would you say, to say though, with these rules that's in place now? Like, what, why, you know, like if, if you back the fourth each way, you're a bit upset. You're simmering. Like, even, like you said, the Crispy, Crispy Cat was the, the biggest sufferer now. And I think she well, probably goes, well, he probably goes close, to be honest, with her with a yeah. clear shot like he's getting going it's, it's a me- like you said it's a momentum stopper <clears throat> Hannigan's done absolutely nothing to to correct until he's wiped them out and then then straightened up the whip's in the wrong hand um the rules aren't going to be changed until something happens like you got king kong you got the the states betting into the world pools uh, if this is in america the things the things chucked out and placed i don't know what the rules are but it's, it's definitely placed behind brave nation like i think Sean Parker, the steward, came out and and said he was asked what what would need to be done for it to be classed as dangerous riding, and I was half expecting him to be honest and say like, well, Hannigan would have had to decapitate one and hold up the flag of ISIS or something like that. Like the, the yeah. rules are ridiculous. It's it's as if it's as if Hannigan have, would have had to have brought one down. I mean, that, I'll put another scenario then. It's one a length and a quarter. <coughs> let's let's say it brought Crispy Cat down. And the mm. jockey's on the floor. The jockey's in the ambulance. You know, it's one oh one again. It chucked out, even even for one and a quarter, because then they'll class it as dangerous. But because it's not, it's not knocked anyone off. It's not classed as dangerous, which is rather bizarre. Um, Cole Hain did it. I think two thousand and nine. You were saying the jockey then broke broke their leg, and that, that was the last time someone got done for dangerous riding. So it, it's like they're waiting for something big to happen until oh. Well, they're, they're they're very reactive, not uh, proactive. The the BHA and rules. Do, do you think Rogue would have kept the Gold Cup under the current rules? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's. I, I mean, look, I, I'm not. I don't want winners getting chucked out. I, I think there's nothing worse. You need betting confidence that you've backed a winner, and you're not going to get some half-assed steward, you know, being over overzealous and and creating something that isn't there. But in this instance, I agree with some of our listeners that are tweeted at the Bastards today. They, they said that, that you know, it doesn't sit well with them, that a jockey can do that. You know, he'll get his percentage at prize money. Get, you know, he'll get, obviously, for connections, etc. So, you know, he's rode the winner of the group two, Norfolk. Um, and then a 10-day ban, I think that's pathetic. Turner came out and said, oh, he's going to be gutted. He's missing 10 days. Is he fuck? He's just won a group tour at Royal Ascot. He can have a 10-day holiday on a beach. Nice self-prize mind. Obviously, he's not retained by anyone at the moment, so I'm sure he'll get his fair share of rides on the back of this. Like, good publicity. If you're an owner, you want your jockey to do that within the rules because you know you're not getting chucked out. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Yeah, as as ju- uh, the scaffolder and owners will be will be jumping up and down that he's done that because you know I know I, they'll they'll they might even um, you know chuck him a few quid in the pot. He's 
for, for his 10-day break. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on. I, I can feel the anger on Twitter on that one. On, you know, some people saying it shouldn't. It, 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 there's nothing to see here. Mainly ITV racing. They said there's nothing to see here, really. You know, but I think what, what I was disgusted about was Paul Anagan after when he was interviewed. And he was actually laughing, saying, oh, yeah, I think I'll... I think I'm, I'm probably going to do, be due a holiday. He, he didn't give a fuck, did he? He just nah. he, he knew what he was doing. Anyway, we'll move on because we wasted a lot of time there. Three or five. King George the Fifth handicap. I did my brains. Um, Secret State had a nice trip. Um, got the job done uh, from Doable Legend in Israel. Anything of note here, folks? Any sectionals or anything that caught your eye in behind? It, it looked a deeply unsatisfactory race to me. The first three were in the first four all the way, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, Frankie got to the front and absolutely parked the bus. And really, anybody sat further back than eight was tearing the ticket up before they got out of the swingly bottom. Yeah, pretty much. It was like you knew you knew if you were sort of if you did the old dividing line, look at the field halfway further back. Anything I, in that? I think, that's, I think that's something that's gone on this week as well on the round cars. You know, I mean, the, the SJP was deeply unsatisfactory, really, the way it was run. They seem to be running Ascot this week uh, on the round track a little bit, a bit like they do the all weather tracks. Yeah. Um, where where they start quick, get the position, and like you say, and then and then that's it. Yeah. Rains on. That's how they seem to be riding this week. So. Probably the only thing Frankie's done right today got there, parked the bus. In terms of giving his horse the best chance of winning, like yeah, that's that's what I know. He's, he's finished down the field uh, where he finished eleventh, but he's given his horse every chance. Um, yeah, actually, couple... looked like he'd been making a stronger pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one that caught my eye was well, Surrey missed. I I know it's got form on on top of the ground, but. He seemed to be feeling it a little bit. I still think he's well handicapped. Uh, Balambar, the stout horse that came from last, finished with stacks left in the tank, a couple of quick closing sectionals. Uh, absolutely no doubt he's well handicapped and will find easier tasks. Um, what did you think of Inverness, John? I thought he had a rotten trip. He was wide enough and he was trying to make ground as wide as anybody on the outside, on the apex of the bend. But then in the straight, I thought he cocked his jaw a little bit when he, when he was asked to go. I think if he put his head down and raced a bit better, he'd maybe finish sixth or seventh. I think he's mm-hmm. still, he's still in the locker with him. It's a deep I, race, isn't it? I was probably mm-hmm. on, the, on the Haggis one, so you knew the fate after about 150 yards there. Yeah, I, I didn't like Tudor's manoeuvre, really, to get it right on the inside very quickly. Um, I, I, I genuinely felt, he, he, you know, he could have he could have just sort of give himself options and sit two or three wide, but he got he got hampered several times. And I, 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 you, can, you can strike the run. He's, he's a lot better than that. The, the same with Mandurby. That was too keen early. The other Haggis runner, um, I see that as a Melrose type. So... Don't if you bite them today. Don't don't be put off. It, it, it's just it was like fast for it. See them putting up post impressionist, even though it's ran off a handicap mark here. But you you've seen what the winner at Newcastle did. Can you see him putting them up despite him being um, well beaten here? 
It's a good. That's a good question. Um, he might. He might. He might. He might upgrade the Newcastle form. Yeah, he might just suddenly just say, "Well, Honiton's won nine length. How can I have post impressionist sat on eighty nine when Honiton's going to probably? I don't know. Honiton's gone up for winning that Sandown made of nine lengths, but you could probably say that might be in the mid nineties now. Um, so, you know, so so it's one of them, or at least ninety. You'd say it might go up five or six pounds for Sandown if they're not too harsh, but but. You know, it's one of them, isn't it? You know, you can't really have it have it staying on eighty nine on that. But then, and obviously, it didn't work out there. So it'd be interesting to see what the handicapper does. Ribblesdale, the Phillies, good old Phillies. I was up in the well. I've not got much financial interest in the race. Um, I I sort of interested in Quentin's choice, Mukadama, um, Sea Silk Road. Uh, I was wanting the shirt to get the win. Anything to take from this chap? Don't think there was anything that showed much improvement there. I think Magical Lagoon's probably run to wear rating. He put Cecil Road up to maybe he's 106. Issue maybe he's about £2 below the official rating because he'd struggled to put Mukadama up any more than, say, Thor, wouldn't he? So, um, I, I think what's holding her back, though, Mukadama, uh, she, it's a slow break. Um, She's done it more or less since since day dot, um, and it's, it's obviously a trait she has, uh, which is going to hold her back if she's always missing the kick um, mm. and always ending up having to come from behind. Um, Quentin, did you, did you take anything from it? Absolutely nothing, to be honest. Cecil Grode had had every chance. Headed Magical Lagoon, she battled back there. There, seven, eight, nine counts. Tuesday and Emily up on. I wasn't sure Mukadama stayed, to be honest. You kind of the run petered out late. Maybe it was making a move into contention, but wasn't fully convinced she stayed. Um, but that was just on first viewing, so I'll watch it again tomorrow and yeah. see what I think then. She kind of came through like behind Sea Silk Road, a couple of lengths behind her, but she was following um, Sea Silk Road, you know, around the bend and. Like you say, it seems to peter out a little bit. But, oh, well, uh, 4.20. Um, uh, Kipiros beat Mojo Star, um, who's now second in a derby, second in a St. Ledger, and now second in a Gold Cup. Uh, it's good form, but there's no uh, there's no ro- no first-place rosette for Mojo. Did we, did we like anything in the Gold Cup? Is Kipiros going to do a Yates and win the next two or three? Good. <laughs> Again, I thought this was a bit the unsatisfactory race because they finished in the fucking eight, really, haven't they? Yeah. Um, that front fan, the proximity of burning victory, six year old mare, really pegs the farm back. I, I don't think you have the front three of it, but their ratings. To be honest, I think it's been a dawdle followed by a sprint and a bit of, bit of carnage on the inside. And a bit of a rotten race, really, I thought. The yeah. wind has probably done well. But Is that how it went, Quentin? Did it, did it go like that on the um, on the older uh, sectional clock? 112% finishing speed. One thing I did like in the ride was Ryan Moore's ride. Uh, race even was Ryan Moore's ride. He's, he's boxed Frankie and made him look silly. As Gosden, I haven't seen any post-race stuff. Has Gosden come out and said anything about all-weather tactics at the moment? 
Not happy. Would be the impression. Um, he didn't like the way Frankie allowed him to drift back after he had what Gosden thought was a good position early in the early in the race on the fence. He dropped back a bit, didn't he? Mr. Gosden wouldn't have ridden it like that. He'd have maintained his position. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, do do we think the Sardinian's gone a bit? Yes. On to, on to showing you'll say yes. Yeah. On this See, week, showing you'll say yes. I mean, I mean, I mean you, you'd always say Frankie's uh, Mr. Ascot, wouldn't he? You know, the, he's he's the he's he, this is his course. This is this is where he, he did his magnificent seven. This I mean, is Bob Ascot you know, might take his show with that, but go on. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but um, you know. But well, Mr. Ascot that's alive anyway, and you know, <laughs> you know, like yesterday obviously can't touch Piggott's uh, record around there. But um, obviously, I think I think he's joint winners with Pat Edery. Um, for, uh, I think I've seen that. I think he's like joint second for most winners at Ascot with Pat Edery. Uh, could be wrong there. I usually am. Uh, it's not gin in fuel today because I've got gout, so. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm on water and I'm being good. Um, so yeah. I, I, I think the Gold Cup's a bit of a weird race this year. So if, if Quentin says it's 112%, that means they've, they've sort of, you know, walked round or, you know, the sprint finish, like, uh, which explains like Moho Star. That's got, you know, that's got the best uh, three-year-old form from last year. Wait, well, better than Kiprios um, over over shorter distances. Um, so Just to give everybody a giggle there, back Mojo Star and put a little for Avons. Someone who was matched at Havens, but none of it men. Uh, it's, 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 it's kind of weak. I mean, this is the thing. If you get on the wrong side of stuff, uh, it's brutal. And, you know, obviously my, t- my time to get another spanking um, came in the next, uh, the Britannia, uh, where, again, the sardine put me right in the bin, uh, having that dropped out last. Um, I, I, I would imagine that that's, probably going to be one of the best performances in the race on sectionals etc because because he he was last to come i don't I, I might be wrong on that but i thought saga possibly should have won that i'd, I'd frankie brought him sooner quentin i'm coming to you is there anything any, any data available to back this up Point three length, uh, 0.3 seconds quicker through the final furlong. He's still tanking at the two pole. That's the thing. He could have pushed the button then and gone through the pack. He had a, had a clear shot of things. So he's the best horse in the race when you put the upgrades in. Um, who put 50 in you? I thought ran big considering he, had, he was on the wing and had nothing to take him into the race. Um, yeah, wrong part of the track, yeah. They avoided the stand side row. I don't get it. But the going stick says it's the quickest part of the track, but they just want to avoid it like the plague, to be honest. Do you think think it's a bit like Epsom and Sandown syndrome where Clark's putting plenty on, so so some wallies decide to, right, we're coming wide, and everyone then sticks wide, and then no one got to... It's like Epsom, you know, I think on the last day, wasn't it, the the, the quickest part of the track were on the inside. And I think first two, they just completely avoided it, barring, I think, Potapova stayed up that far rail and ran ran very well from from her from her position in in, in that uh, uh, listed listed group three Phillies race. So, like you say, once they do it, like the creatures of habit, these jocks and trainers to a degree. Um, so yeah, they're 
frustrating. John, did you did you have any bets in Britannia? I did have a jars and Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's and, uh, the one I saved for. Yeah, you don't even get the savers these days, do you? It's, it's, it's absolutely brutal on the floor. Like I, say, I feel like a pint of gin, but gout's even put to that. Eighth Eva and gout today on top of trying to punt. It's a disgrace. 5.35, the Hampton Court. The red um, women are right in the glow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you I, think she... I'd say Ray were after an absolute wank fest if this had won. Yeah. Ed, Ed Chamberlain, honestly, he'd have gone through the looking glass if, if this, this had gone in. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have been having tea with the Queen of Hearts. Would, it, would, would he have gone footer whacking? Oh, honest to God. <laughs> it was unbelievable. There was only one horse in the race. I, you know, probably about a camera live at Windsor Castle. You know, Greedy Betty sat there steeping her feet, watching the race. And uh, I, I was so pleased with Jenny, the Republican. You know, from all the... <laughs> Oh dear! So Claymore, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, I, 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 I didn't see. Think... back to our conversation yesterday as well, Lee. I didn't say Golden Strain was a bit of a fucker, didn't I? I think he's, you did. You did. Mother... Chucked ch- ch- another fucker out there, I think. Well, again, Quentin, I think it was from an early stage where it only looked like Claymore and Reach for the Moon could be the only winners, didn't it? Like again you with the, the gallop, the setup. Um, and uh, I noticed today, just for those listeners that love love a bit of betting gossip, um, there were, a, I think, a 50k layer on Reach for the Moon um, in play, and he just left it there at SP. Very, very brave, I, I think that was, because, like, watching the race early, I'm thinking, well, there's only two that can win. You're right, it's probably going to be Claymore, Reach for the Moon, that's it, you know, you... you but uh, yeah, did the sectionals bear that out, Quentin? We went slow in this. Under an eight point seven five percent finishing speed. Claim they were, they were both in the right position. Reach for the moon was was there, just wasn't good enough. I was a, a place layer of Claymore at two point nine ish, which sums up the week, doesn't it? said, I knew my I knew my, my dough was done early doors there. What, what do you, where do you think next for Reach for the Moon? Just a, a dog downgraded? Like, where do you um, think they're going I, next? I, I think <laughs> probably end up in Strensel at York, John. Unlikely. Yeah, it's a target for, <laughs> for failures, isn't it? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, it's entered in the Eclipse. That's just a pipe dream. Um, it's entered in the Princess of Wales at the, at the July meeting. He's only got um, three there, hasn't he? It's a poor run. On, only thing you can blame it on, it will, I thought it was quite a decent effort on comeback. Quite a big effort. Bounce. Um, yeah, it's just flat. It's, that's the only excuse I think it's got, flat. Um, but, of course, Claymore is is obviously proven as as, as pretty useful. Um, he's not he's nothing amazing, I don't, I don't think. I, I think you, you're difficult to say he's better than 110, I think. Um I wanted to back Claymore today, and I just couldn't after what happened in France because I thought they might have blown his brains out. Well, it tends to be like that, doesn't it? You know, yeah. it, 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 
you know, he had, he had, a, he had, a, he had a toughish trip at, at Longchamp and nothing went right. And, and no. he, it's it's one of them. Yeah, how's that? How's it going to come back from that? I know it's like people. Some people fancied Claymore. Lots of people were saying, "Oh, he's, he's the value in the race." But how with Quentin, really? I, I didn't, couldn't really have it. Be honest. Um, there we go. Okay, enough said about that. So no winners for Betty. An unlucky one in Saga and a very disappointing golden stream in the Hampton Court showing the family colours, says John. Um, <laughs> 6-10 Ascot, Buckingham Palace. I didn't get any better here either. Um, uh, most people uh, would have probably been on the fav, hence why it's fav. Montesib, uh didn't quite go very smoothly for it. Um, Inver Park, the winner for George Bowie and a, a good friend of mine. Um, who does the, the feed up north up here, he managed to get this beat off at 78 earlier this season. How is he feeling now? <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Nasty business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very, very poor. Uh, I, I mean, what did we make of the race? It, it looked, again, it looked quite messy to me. I've got started of a riding after it got stopped twice between the Thor and the Tilpole. I, I was virtually in tears. I couldn't see properly. So, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't have a lot to add after that. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, Quentin, anything for you in that? Did, what did you bet in that? Didn't have a bet in the race. The horse in my notebook is, of course, in the park. Like, he had a, a big figure at Hamilton. Um, but I was just concerned he was on the right part of the track then. And now he's he's up in grade, ends up leaving the race alone, which sums up how I played the week so far. Um, so, I haven't had a bet in it. Um, in the park was one that got away. Yeah. Oh, some of our listeners are doing better than we are. But it is what it is. On, right, I tell you what, on to tomorrow. Let's try and give him. A um, asterisk, uh winner. Let, let, let's re- let's turn our form around tomorrow. I've got a lovely price one tomorrow, um, and it's my nap. Uh, and that, I didn't check the price, so I bet it's collapsed. It's, it's my usual look. I'll kick us off then tomorrow. Uh, it's in the uh, coronation, <laughs> and uh, if you beat by cashier, as you know, you shit. <laughs> um, and it is going to be. Um, the other Gosden one. Uh, we've got Frank on, which you know, I'm not sure that's a positive either. Um, but with Grand Dam 16 to 1, um, I think this is a filly that uh has a lot more ability than what she looks. Um, she beat Mukadama at Ascot on debut. Uh, I felt she had quite a bit in hand as well. Um, then went to York, given a rubbish ride by the sardine uh, he had a he had a quite far back and also that day um there was problems in the paddock for grandam she um she cut her mouth uh, she reared up in the in the in the pre parade um and she wasn't you know you, you know some people were surprised she even ran but so i think 16 to 1 very large for grandam in the coronation stakes tomorrow quentin what do you think tomorrow anything good I'm going to go with flyer at a price, 25 to 1 in this Sandringham. Have a saver on the uh, Charlie Fellows horse, Fresh Hope. But Tamara, uh, really liked her as a physical throughout this season. 
got got a beat at Windsor. Then she ran into, I think it was Manobi, clogging a big figure at Ripon. She improved to win from the front at Beverly and, and again at Ripon. It's up in grade, but I think there's a fair bit more in the locker off of, I think she's off 83 tomorrow, 83. I think she's got a fair few pounds to play with, 25 to one's overpriced with a middle draw. So, so you recommend saving on, do you say fresh hope? Fresh hope tomorrow on the main play. Yeah, and uh, the main play would be Tamaras. Oh, yeah, yeah, Charlie Hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know the horse. No, yeah, really good good, good filly, this. Tries as well. I like that filly. Wouldn't have last two. Yeah, even though it's Charles Hills. Uh, 25s for Quentin. Good choice with a saver on the other one. Uh, fresh up. John? 28, Jeff, in the Commonwealth Cup. Is that the, is it that's the that's the uh, Irish runner, isn't it? Uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. The, yeah. I, I think with the exception of the Friday one, I would I would sprint as a much of a muchness. I, I think this has a bit of improvement in it, and well, unfortunately for me, it's been backed in from twelve to about eight now. But uh, I, still, I still think there's a smidge in the valley over there, about the eight. It was very impressive, wasn't it, at um, at Nars? You know, watching it mm. back. Um, you know, real, real, real took, took, <coughs> took my eye that, um, and the bloggers and everyone else's eye. Um, yeah, what do you, Quentin, what do you make of Twilight Jet? Uh, sprint form's not really my bag. Um, so I, I've left the Commonwealth Cup for now. I, I've yet to look over it. Something I'm going to do, do tonight. No, fair play. So there's some decent prices we're giving you for tomorrow, some sporting choices. Uh, we, we certainly can't do much worse. So let's hope tomorrow is better and we're bouncing back and inform. And don't forget to join us also tomorrow. Uh, it's the uh, tipping show uh, where we uh, will be giving our selections uh, for the fo- in the same format, the three best bets for the Saturday of the, uh, the Royal Meeting. So that's all from us on a very grim third day of Ascot. <laughs> and... Uh, well, and I can't even drown my sorrows. Can't drown my sorrows, which is very annoying. So that's all from me, Quentin John. We're back tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>